This is Loco Ludus, I'm Barney, and in this little episode I share some of my immediate thoughts about GMing into the odd and and or electric bastion land last night. You may be able to detect the difference between the short pre-session remarks and the post-session remarks. When we get over Ming's kingdom, we should land near the entrance of the abandoned drain tunnel. Our ship can be well concealed there. I remember the place. So it's just gone 4.30 and I'm just about to leave to go to a friend's house to GM a session of Into the Odd. I've got a bit of prep time when I get there. Um, But basically, my afternoon didn't turn out how I was expecting. Uh, I had some extra work to do. So... uh, even though I was planning on doing minimal prep for this session, I've done even less. So, let's see. Well, that was great fun. And the players are, and are always, great sports. And really open and interested in the the into the odd electric bastion and system and the 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 general world and all of the craziness that can come out of that a really interesting thing was that all children fell away from the game there weren't any so It was me and three other adults. So that was really interesting, uh, based on uh, recent experiences where my son is usually around, Immy, and uh, the couple who I played with as well, they have a son, and he was there... uh, for a previous game. So it was just it was just grown-ups. Uh, that was that was good. That was good. Um, we played for a bit longer than I was thinking and it didn't didn't get too long or too heavy. We didn't have a break. We ate some nice dinner before and a bit of chat the end but I think we probably played just over three hours I would say an interesting thing is that these guys I think want to play a whole adventure at some point at about two hours, I think it was, I, I offered them the chance that we could 
make a plan for what what it was, you know, an outline for the plan that they were putting together and stop and carry on another time. But they were really keen to keep going. So this idea of, yeah, self-contained adventures seems in some ways to suit them I think that was the feeling I got anyway Um, pretty much from the outset they pulled some really blinding moves which I'd like to talk about in a minute just to talk first about prep the prep I had the seeds of an idea earlier in the week and made some notes and because of how things went this afternoon those sets of notes were the ones that I actually took to the table so all different scribbled bits here, there and everywhere not too bad but not not super orderly and I pretty much had I tried to I tried to keep the, the concept very simple and focused as many of you do of course I know. So in some ways for me I didn't feel like I was just going completely out on a limb at any point having prepped almost nothing. Um, and like I say the, the, with, with, these, with these very open and creative players with this you know some of the 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 blinders that they pulled so the really nice little spins to it all what this created with my uh, minimal amount of prep and with all of the players input really was this shared scenario so I suppose that's what some people might call the emergent narrative or something like that now narrative isn't really the word I would want to use but you know let's let's just stick with that for now I was going to say that it was it was an exercise of shared collective world building but I don't know if that's really true or accurate because of course we're setting our activities 
in Chris McDowell's Bastion, I've come up with a few locales and whenever any other locales were needed I was more or less responsible for those. However the the turn yeah the turn of events was then very much negotiated and then of course at the same time the fact that that there was kind of a thing to do a job to do that's where then you you come up against uh, this hot topic of of railroading in as much as that's the job take it or leave it and if we want the game then they're taking it but but all of how you get there is completely completely open plus even if that was the aim it wasn't as if that was the only outcome I don't know if there's any any value in, in, in that rambling assessment there but It's interesting. I've, you know, it's, I certainly find it interesting to think through all of this with with some of the other debates that have been uh, happening across Anchor, across the Audio Dungeon Discord, and elsewhere, for that matter. So, I'd like to give just a little, a little bit of a, of a humorous insight into what we got up to. This, this blinding early moment, which I just thought was great, was really great. So, in Electric Bastion Land, there are mockeries. And mockeries are living puppets and, you know, they, they bear a lot of similarity to Muppets. Um, one of my players, not, you know, not exclusively, one of my players chimed in that, that he... Uh, really likes the Muppets and I said would you like to would you like to play a mockery he said sure and he was looking at it and he was thinking he said hmm okay Uh, well I obviously then instead of a mockery he should he should uh, have been 
in the the Muffets TV show. And he constructed this story that um, he used to be the drummer uh, in the Muffets or on the Muffets uh, until Animal came along. Mm. And he's a really poorly dexterous Muffet. So the, 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 the drumming was, you know, even more uh, chaotic than, than animals. And, I mean, just to say, if Animal is based on Keith Moon of The Who, I have to say, Keith Moon's actually a pretty good drummer, so, you know, Animal's not really accurate in that sense. And and I have in mind something that I think Pete Townsend said about The Who, just on a tangent here, that uh, they were all of the band members doing solos all the time and so that's how you get this this amazing sound of the who not my favorite band at all but they do have some good moments anyway so here in this game we have a a failed muffet um who, whose name is uh, whose name was Jingo and the the players had to go and pick something up in a dodgy part of town and on arrival they were uh, attracting the interest of the uh, the dodgy locals and slowly they were being followed to their destination by um, some of these little gangs of people. And I and I rolled three D six to discern how many people per gang three gangs and um, I rolled a one, a two and a four so I put the one as slowly driving a cart I put the two as boy and girl twins and the four, uh, I can't even remember how it came about, but that they would, uh, they would also be Muffets. And it was at some, some point there that, uh, um, Jingo, I think, said that these these ruffians 
these rough muffets should be called ruffets. Um, and and I explained that they would walk, and they could hear the. They'd notice the movement of these. These characters behind them, and they'd turn round, and then they'd all just be kind of, I don't know, you know taking a last puff on their cigarette and chucking the cigarette away, looking at their nails, standing still, not moving, as if nothing's happened. But of course, further on down the road that you go, they've obviously moved. But they turn around, and they're still, they're not moving. And then uh, one of the other players said, we're just going to do a dance-off, because that's what they do in these... Uh, tough neighbourhoods. So, um, they, they all rolled decks to see how well they, they did a dance routine. And poor Jingo with his decks of five was a bit nervous, um, about you know his poor drumming well they all passed it (laughs) they all passed their dex checks so they did this amazing this amazing dance routine and really captured the attention of these um these three little gangs. And uh, so they kind of took the took these 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 gang members along to their destination further down the road. And um, then roped them in on their delivery job and um, what the what I wanted to get to is that basically now with the the muffets there these puppets that we by the end of the game we now have Jingo and the Ruffets and they perform this you know weird kind of uh, these weird little percussive shows their front man is a quite shoddy drummer Um, and then later on the Ruffets, uh, Jingo and the Ruffets did a really appalling performance where they failed all their checks. And it was so appalling that uh, it actually kind of worked as a, as a distraction, a decoy. So, 
that for me was was great. I was, I, I had with with this this really threadbare prep for this whole adventure. I I I was I was trying to set up this this kind of menace and this threat, and they just completely subverted that, flipped it round. Um, in a in a great great way, and they basically then hired these these seven people to assist them. They got the you know they were hiring a cart. They had these twin kids, pickpocket kids, and um, they had this. They they had the ruffets. Um, oh, they were yeah. Who were chipmunks? That's that's it. So they were they were they were chipmunks. I should say they are chipmunks. Um, and so so then I got to do my chipmunk voice. You know, and so obviously they had they had um, hopes of becoming uh, superstars too. Hmm. Um. Another aspect of this is that the the, the route, the route that they would take to travel or to get to their destination. And I very deliberately set up kind of two paths, and one of them was would have been very rough and violent and chaotic, a, a kind of dungeon crawl, and the other one was uh, a kind of yeah, sneak through security kind of situation and they were they were originally heading for the tunnel um, and then thought better of it and then decided to go with the security clearance route and um, I'm, I'm minded I'm minded there of uh Things that um, Hank Runehammer was was saying about giving players really, and indeed, actually, Chris McDowell too. When I when I spoke to him, um, was that in November? Must have been. Um, the power of of difficult decisions, and a number of those came up this evening, which was really nice to just th- throw the situation to the players 
and then to let them make their decisions and and sometimes I suppose to remind them of the of the different decisions rather than to uh, simply falling into the most obvious solution, perhaps, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so so that was a, that was a big decision, whether they whether they went for the the dungeon tunnel route, or if they went for the overground security barriers. And so in, in choosing the security barriers, ultimately, they, they basically avoided any combat in the game. It was much more about diplomacy then. And of course, from that beginning, where instead of fighting, they, 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 they decided to, to have the dance off. Um, that, you know, that also sowed the seeds for that, I feel. And I'd done a game with them like that before, which which my son really enjoyed too, and that had a similar kind of vibe to it, where you've got the, the pressure, uh, the tension uh, quite high, the the threat of failure being quite high threat of punishment so all of those all of those kinds of things that you would often find in the vicinity of combat but not involving or only involving very little actual combat so a bit like a bit like it says on on the description of a of a film sometimes next to the certificate sustained threat something like that i think that's all i want to say for now still love Electric Bastion Land and Into the Odd I'm really really excited um, about Electric Bastion Land getting finished uh, and published and Chris has been doing great stuff you know over the course of the the kickstarter and since and so it's really really shaping up and I'm not sure how much I've mentioned before but um, as a birthday present I do have one of the special 
stretch goals from the Kickstarter campaign to do with the book. So I'm really excited about that because hopefully very, very soon I'm going to get the details of how to uh, uh, continue uh, to work on that that little aspect of it so probably a little bit more about that another time but that's that's it for Electric Bastion Land and Into the Odd for now Thank you.